0: You gave us a floor, what type is it?
1: Tile, concrete, carpet. <laughs> How did it change for us? Where you were able to go, I'm gonna go talk to my friends about my mom, so I'm gonna talk to my parents. Just a cup of water. Not anymore. I feel nervous when I
2: talk
0: to
1: you, though. <laughs> you have me. a wormhole. I have a wormhole. Wait. I get to
2: a
0: point. I'm done with the conversation, but it's not going anywhere, and I don't know how to end it. Beep.
1: All right, welcome to the podcast. My name is Christina. I am here with my two oldest daughters, Brantley and Bailey. And we are really just going to take you on a ride of just what we've learned, I think, as a family and as parents, and just the struggles we go through. Um, And so today, we just... Are going to first really kind of just put like the foundation down of really like communication with our teenagers. So, one really big thing that we've really been focused on in our family is that communication um, and just the importance of it is just even like on a, a small level and even a big level when you really get into big conversations and big feelings um, and just the slightest bit of communication can really help with that so I'm going to kind of just give the girls the floor on them like in communicating with dad and I I think what are probably your like your two most important things
0: you give us a floor what type is it tile concrete carpet
1: not a floor (laughs) like when we're talking and you're having to communicate. Like what are two things that you would, you really want from us? I
0: don't know. Words.
2: (laughs) You're being really difficult to work with right now.
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I want you to be engaged in the conversation, not Mm. focused on something else. Okay.
2: Yeah, that's a good
1: one. Engaged in conversation. Um,
2: And, uh, Uh, whatever we're communicating about, I mean, just always try to come to a middle ground. Right. So maybe like, more so like that openness? Yeah.
1: Okay. What do you think some of the struggles are, like when you guys have like big feelings or even like small feelings and trying to like come to us and have a conversation?
2: I mean, my biggest problem is, like, I have this, like, really weird connection with trying to be mature. hmm So, like, if it's a small feeling, like, I try to ignore it or I try to, um, like, deal with it, like, on my own, uh, but, like, big, like, since I do that all the time with, like, little feelings when bigger things happen it's kind of hard to bring that up because I don't know, like, I'm not used to bringing it up with other people
0: because I'm used to, like, processing it in my head. Right. And sometimes it's, like, hard because you don't know how you'll respond.
1: It's hard. Really, because I don't know sometimes what you guys are coming to tell me. Especially when you're like, Mom, let's talk to you. I'm not sure if it's, like a good talk or a bad talk or I did something really bad or I'm failing my class or if it's just like hey can I go hang out with my friends. <laughs> what do you find beneficial for like your dad and I being open and really emphasizing communication within our house Like really since you guys have been little and you can remember that's always been a huge thing in
2: the home. Well I wouldn't say communication's always been big. <laughs> it took a long time for us to get to that point. <laughs> But I think we've always known it was like... Communication Like was always kind of a thing between you and dad, but like... When we were younger, that wasn't like a huge thing. But now that we're older and now that some of us actually have problems, it's <laughs> become... It's definitely... Well, I think
0: but we've
1: always communicated, right? We've always communicated like, what our standard is for cleaning, keeping
2: your bedrooms clean. But the standard for a kitchen. That's not the communication I part feel that like
0: I'm trying to emphasize on. I feel like it's really helped us because when we're looking for like positions of leadership, we have that communication skill that people are looking for.
1: Like where we talk to you like, as adults, yeah. we're little.
0: And it's easier for us to maintain a conversation with adults. Right. We don't feel nervous whenever we're talking to someone.
1: Well, that's good. I feel nervous when I talk to you, really. So I think you're probably thinking more of, like, what are our, like, feelings? What are the feelings that we're having? It's probably never been... Like, we've always communicated, but I don't think we've really emphasized communicating our feelings to the extent we have.
2: Probably in, like, the last few years. There's never, like, I wouldn't say never, but there wasn't always, like, there was always, like, a really big gap or disconnect between coming to you or dad about like if we were really upset and i think all that kind of changed once i had that um huge breakdown
1: so in a lesson that you've learned right we learned that we had to bridge that gap
2: would it be rude of me to say that it wasn't we it was more you and dad who had to learn that (laughs) what
0: we always communicated brantley and i
1: To each other?
0: Yeah. But don't you think... We didn't feel like we could
1: come to you guys before. But But don't don't you you think that's a struggle that a lot of kids your age have? Like, they're scared or they just don't know how to go to their parents with those things? Yeah. So how as parents, do we make that easier for you guys to be able to just come to us?
0: You reach out to the child. Actually check in on them. Actually be like, hey, you doing good? Okay. I if wonder... Not, like, be- that
2: that doesn't always work, though. That's not...
0: And I wonder if we just felt
1: like you guys were okay because you were homeschooled. Like, I didn't feel like you guys were being, like, exposed to, like, crazy things. And it wasn't until you guys... You know, because we were able to, like, really control, like, your surroundings and the things that you guys were... Yeah, but that do not always work. Well, like, the things that influence, like, not influence like, the things you were exposed to. But then, when we sent you to your first private school, and then, I mean, then you, that's really, I felt like, when all the big feelings started happening, because we are now in a position of, like, not just what was going on in our household, but the things that were happening around us, and we were just trying to have to, like, digest that.
2: And, like, I still feel guilty about it sometimes, because there's times where, like, I come home from school and I'll have a really bad day. But I don't know how to say that to you guys, because, like, you guys already have so much to deal with at home. But isn't that you learning, like... Well, it's not me learning. It's just, like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to do this, because, like... Sometimes you need to express those feelings, right? Communicate those feelings so that we know that you've had a bad day. Well, like, what do I do? Because I don't want to feel like I'm getting in the way. You sit in the car. Hey, I had a bad day. We talk later.
0: Play Bailey. So
2: Bailey does.
0: I don't like that drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, too busy. I, in her head. I vent in the car to mother about the day. I don't. I just put my
2: earbuds in and let all of it just like, like a river.
1: Like so is that wash more it all way? I'm just stuffing my feelings. Are you a stuffer?
2: Yeah. But what happens when you stuff too much? And I, that's the thing I'm working on. Don't come for me. Are you a stuffer, Bailey? No. No, she's a she's a weeper. Yeah. She just weeps it all. <laughs> Her river is physical. Mine is mental.
1: <laughs> In communicating, I have a horrible thing about assumption, right? I assume you know what I think I'm thinking. And come on, y'all should already know what I'm thinking.
0: You're not mind readers. But
1: you're not mind readers, right? So you you have to. So as kids, parents are not mind readers, right? So y'all need to tell us when things are upsetting you. Like assuming, right? So sometimes I struggle with that in assuming that you guys know what I'm thinking. And just making sure I verbalize my needs and my wants and what I want from you guys. Yeah. And in return... When you guys do something, y'all have to verbalize that back.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's kind of difficult sometimes because like it's easy for like I wouldn't say necessarily easy, but it's it's more practice that you tell us how you're feeling or like what you need done or something or like what you want. But like as kids, like we already know that you have a lot. You and you and Dad as adults have a lot going on, especially with the little kids. That sometimes it's hard to um, request assistance personally. That's such a challenge with a lot of kids sometimes. We want help, but we don't want to get in the way or we don't want to cause someone else.
1: Well, you're never in the way. So don't ever feel like you're in the way. I think it's always that. But you
2: have people like me who are overthinkers when one thing doesn't go right that you initiated and it doesn't happen, you think you did something wrong.
1: Right.
0: We are a house of overthinkers.
2: We are a house of overthinkers.
0: I think
1: a lot of us overthink.
0: Well, maybe you should stop thinking that, so you don't overthink it.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, the
0: thing is, I never say I'm an overthinker.
2: Until.
1: You're overthinking it.
2: Yeah, I until over she's... I over I overthink that I'm not an overthinker, and then someone points it out to me, and I'm like,
1: totally. <laughs> she's an overthinker. So when we're talking, right? You guys have a lot of big feelings, and you're trying to share those really big feelings. Validating those feelings, yay nay. Well, yeah, of course. Are those important to validate.
0: Yes. Regardless
1: of like what my feeling is, right? Yeah. We want to stop feeling miserable. Miserable. <laughs> And so, I think that's one thing I have really worked in, like, for myself. Like, it sounds silly, but it's almost like a toddler, right? I want to make sure that you know that I hear you and that I validate what you feel. So, a lot of times, I feel like it's such a weird conversation because it's like, I just basically say I hear you and I validate those feelings because I really don't know how to tell you that
0: I you do it much better than dad. (laughs) I don't just straight up say your feelings are validated. Now go to bed. It's like (laughs) I
2: understand that you are depressed. Eat an apple (laughs) and go to sleep. Don't be on your phone. (laughs) Well, I will say so we all have our own
1: idea of communicating.
2: <laughs> but like, one thing that always like, one the the, the thing that I've always questioned was like, half when we're angry, like, and we go to talk to you or dad, like we're not angry with you guys, we're just angry at the situation or at a specific person, where we start to raise our voice, but. Then, then you guys take it as disrespect, but all we're trying to do is express how that's making us feel. So the situation itself, not
1: that you're mad at us, but just, like, all of us, we express our anger and frustration in, like, a tone? Because we're very loud people. Our
2: house is so loud. Sometimes I wish I could just wear earmuffs. Yeah, so, like, it's it would only be natural for us to express that in... A more aggressive tone because you and dad do it like as much as you want to deny it, you guys do yell. <laughs> and even though you said that you will, you've gotten better, but you and dad still yell, so it's only natural for your kids Are to we yell. We house
0: of yellers,
2: yes, we all yes. <laughs> yodel,
0: yodel, <laughs> <We're all yedling. laughs>
2: but it's only natural for like the kids to yell because, like,
1: but I think that like when you're already in a loud house. Right? When the kids are like really loud and I think Hiram's It's are... only natural
2: for everybody else to yell because you're trying to overpower their voice because you're yeah. trying to get your. So
1: it's not always bad yelling. It's just yelling because you're trying to tell somebody
2: to set the table and like six other people are screaming. Yeah. But like also those moments where you're trying to like express feelings. Like sometimes you just have to yell or else you just feel like you sound stupid. So
1: weird. maybe those next times you have those feelings, you would be like, it's just the situation I'm angry at. So let me yell. I just and need to get it out. Feel,
2: be- feel better? There's got to be a healthier way. Sometimes yelling is a healthy way. Not like at you, but just like yelling So like at, crying? The, at the situation. Do you think it's the same as crying? Sometimes yeah. you just have to cry. Yeah. Like anger and sadness kind of have their own thing. Sometimes you have to yell and cry. Sometimes you have to cry. Sometimes you have to yell. Sometimes you just want to... Put your foot fist through a wall, you know. Don't do that. But that's property damage. damage. That's
1: property damage, and that's not a healthy. It's way. vandalism. It's vandalism's not a,
2: vandalism's not
1: a healthy way of dealing with any type of.
0: That was an expression? Feeling. We should get a punching bag. We had we had one. His name is John.
1: Producing, when we talk about absolutes, right? The always and nevers. I hate
0: absolutes. They're absolutely awful. <laughs>
1: So we, don't like, we don't like to use those, right? We try to really encourage you guys not to use absolutes because it's not. A lot of times, those words are not you. They're not, it's not an absolute. Your life does not absolutely suck.
0: Never yeah, say never. Suck copyright.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that moment or that situation might be unpleasant, but it's not an absolute. Those ones are I have to say, you guys really don't use absolutes a whole lot. We don't. Like Bailey and
2: I don't. But it's mostly little baby. kids. It's the little kids, but right, they're learning. Yeah, it's it's a lot of the stuff that we did, Bailey, and I, Bailey but Bailey, and I did when we were at their age. They're doing so. I mean, it's just they'll evolve. Right. Like Pokemon.
1: <laughs> so we fall into the being perfect, right?
2: Nobody's perfect. Yeah. I, stop expecting it from people. You're not perfect yourself. Stop it! I'm gonna say this right now.
1: Our, as his parents, I think it's important that we apologize when we do wrong, or we say wrong, or we have a really cranky week and we're just really crabby, and we apologize for our behavior because I think that is important, right? It heals any hurt. Most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time, it heals
2: any hurt. Unless, that, unless it was like a really bad week for everybody. And then it's like, okay, family meeting. <laughs> so, just as
1: important for us to apologize, it is important for our children to apologize to parents mm-hmm. and to, chil- to siblings and other people. I'm you don't apologize
2: haven't. enough? I'm Thank sorry. I think you guys
1: do a really good job of apologizing. I think it's an uncomfortable thing, though. And sometimes you have to walk away and come back and then apologize. And that is the one thing I would really try to emphasize, like, the little kids, is, like, if they hit somebody, right, sometimes they just need to calm down before they can really apologize.
2: Yeah.
1: And that may be looked at as wrong because, yeah, everybody parents differently. I'm not here to judge anybody's parenting. It's just, like, for us, that's how I feel because I know as an adult, if I do something or somebody does something to me, I want that minute to be able to cool down and collect myself, collect my feelings, to be able to actually have, like, a sincere
2: apology. Yes? No? Yeah. Sorry. It makes sense. It makes sense. We've done that a few times. But it's kind of awkward because, like, you just come from this, like, really heated way up there moment to, like, this really weird awkward lukewarm feeling and it's like I don't know, it's like
1: And I'm sorry?
2: No, it doesn't even go like that. It's like you and I will still be in a really heated argument We're just like talking in a really monotone voice. We're like, well, it's not like that
0: <laughs> You just go into really aggressive whispering I really like ending um fights with just screaming sorry and starving off <laughs>
2: But, but it, we can tell work. Bailey.
0: It's, it's. Haven't you lost the door Is it, it for drama? Is it for dramatic emphasis? <laughs> no, it's just
2: funny. <laughs> no, it's
0: not. Not in the moment. No, but it's funny afterwards. I don't know. Not really. I, I just don't. I get to a point where I'm done with the conversation, but it's not going anywhere, and I don't know how to end it. Beep. To be continued. <laughs> to not be continued. Like, what would you want me to say when we're, like, in an argument and, like, I'm done with the conversation and I want it to be at the end, but y'all are still talking. Well, the idea of communication. I would like
1: to shelf this
2: conversation for another time. Well, the idea of communication is that you don't just end the conversation when it doesn't go, when it's not going anywhere or it's hit, like, a standpoint or it's not going your way.
0: But the thing is, I get to a point where I'm so fed up that I know I'm going to snap and yell at someone and get in trouble. But then you end up yelling at them anyway. Yes, because I don't know how to stop myself from yelling. That's called self-control. That's for another day. Yeah. Really. <laughs> uh. We'll work on it. <laughs> My feelings don't feel validated.
2: I wasn't validating them. Next. <laughs> <laughs> um. so as we wrap up
1: for kids that maybe want to have those talks with their parents they don't know how do like, you have any pointers? what kind of talks? just maybe they want to just be able to communicate maybe they just want their parents to validate their feelings maybe it's parents that want their kids to communicate with them I think a lot of times it's you know, parents yeah. want their kids to talk to them, but kids don't want to talk to them. And I think as parents, we just need to be open and just have a listening mindset. Not that we're there to fix anything or to give our suggestions or our advice, but sometimes I think we just need to like really zip our lips and listen, regardless of what it is you have to tell us.
2: So, I mean, like, I'm going to go down, like, a rabbit hole here, because, like, there's a lot to unpack in that one statement. So, like, my thing with it was, like, when we first, like, it felt like we made, like, a huge, um, what what is it called? Like, milestone? Yeah. Like, leap? After we left Missouri, like, a lot of things changed. Right. And I felt like... You know like we were like we were somewhat of an open communication kind of family but that wasn't always the first thing on the table right and like trying to come to you guys like even like trying to go to you guys to get me into therapy like that was that was really hard because i didn't want to seem like i was making a huge deal out of my situation Mm-hmm. um Cause like I knew people had it worse. So like that was the other thing. So it's kind of like a self guilt kind of thing. It's like, I don't want to seem like I'm trying to take all the attention, but at the same time, I really want help. And when I can't, like that guilt often leads to people going to friends or people who aren't even qualified to deal with that Mm -hmm. just so that they have someone to talk to because they don't want to feel like a burden to very close family members. So, it's like, parents, like, how do you, how do we fix that? I mean, like...
1: How did it change for us where you were able to go, I'm going to go talk to my
2: friends about my problems, so I'm going to talk to my parents. So, like, you, you almost have to initiate it yourself because we, like, we can't read your mind. So just constantly bugging you? Yes and no. <laughs> so it's, like...
1: Like... Um, Does it work better with, like, non-judgments, like, when we're actively open?
2: Yeah, like, it works when you're not, like, constantly making commentary on every little thing we have to say. You realize that your parents are actually willing to listen to you, and you realize that they actually do have a soft spot, (sighs) then that kind of feels like there's a, like, a wormhole into that hard shell. I am now a wormhole. No, you have a wormhole.
1: I have a wormhole. <laughs> I have a wormhole. How about you, Bailey? Do you have any?
0: Anyway. Wormholes. Wormholes. <laughs> um, just talk to your parents. Like, they're not going to judge you you've always been a good like a decent
1: communicator and if they judge I think Bailey because whether she's such a like an emotional communicator though so like a lot of times we could never get the words out we just knew she was crying but we didn't know why she was crying yeah and then she would just stop crying and then she'd be like I'm fine I am not
0: I am not I I work through my feelings by myself by crying in my room and talking to myself it works (laughs) Alright, so we're just gonna wrap up.
1: Yeah, after. Listening, parents can listen, not judge, not give advice, just be open ears. Yeah. And ask your kids, you know, how was your day? Little tiny conversations.
2: Yeah. Kids, cut your parents some slack. They got a lot they're dealing with,
0: but at the same time, bother them as much as you can. Cause yeah, remember communication isn't going to start as a big thing. It's tiny baby steps that build up into the castle.
1: Greatly said. That's very good, Bailey.
0: You can be a poet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, thank you all for listening. We hope you can join us back here again. Um, Every week we'll be kind of just dissecting different topics that we've all gone through from raising little kids all the way to teenagers. Um, And I think it's just a good, fun time to... For me to spend time with my girls, but also just to kind of have those hard conversations um in just more of a, a relaxed manner. So thank
2: y'all for listening and thank y'all for watching. Peace, y'all.